present this as an ancient Jedi table. Table. <laughs> yes, come sit at the Jedi table. table. You are. You can't this, sit with this, us. This is a restaurant. This is a Jedi table. <laughs> well, at least there's a restaurant on that island. If there's a table, I guess good so. To know compared to, what did Jedi eat? That's that the other question. One. We'll have to watch. The no idea. I haven't, haven't seen any Star Wars. So. <laughs> of our 50 Reasons to Visit Ireland from Crystal Travel and Tours in Boston. My name's Caitlin, and I spent a semester, or about, you know, five to six months in Ireland. And I'm Joe, and I lived on a farm in the west of Ireland for about uh, 21, maybe 22 years of my life, you know? <laughs> so, like, hundreds of months in Ireland, yes, basically. Yes, hundreds of months. We're breaking down many things that make Ireland such a great, spectacular destination. It's an overused phrase, but there really is something for everyone there, and we're hoping we've already proven it, but we're going to keep trying to prove that. 250 months. Yeah. That, Ooh, that was my calculation good there. Good job. In or around. I'm impressed. We have various themes we'll focus on, and within those themes, we'll count up from 1 all the way through 250. Reason 22 is a strong, independent reason, and it don't, it don't need no theme. <laughs> and that reason is... Islands. Islands. Ireland is an island, but Ireland has lots of other little baby islands um, surrounding it. Ireland's um, like the mom island. Yes. It's got little babies all mommy, scattered mommy around. Mommy island is little baby Mommy baby. island. Now, this is a little bit, not off topic, but you you know Keith Harkin, the man, I know him well, yeah. The Good man friend who of missed out. <laughs> mullet man, right? <laughs> He's not really a mullet man. He is now, but he didn't used to be when I first <laughs> so he's heard a of him man. in like 2007 or whatever. Anyways, I saw him singing on PBS in Celtic Thunder, and he was singing this song called "The Island." Have you heard of it? Shh, I was going to use the line from that so for Caitlin and Conch, <laughs> but then I decided not to. I was my my Caitlin and Conch was literally going to be "I want to take you to the island," but I was afraid you would have no idea what I was talking oh. about. That's one so. of my favorite. Well, one of my favorite songs that Celtic Thunder sang. Anyways, so that's not the answer to Caitlin and Conch, or is it? Or is it? John, John, John. Wow, similar suspense already. We're <laughs> only a few minutes in. And that's way towards the end of the episode. That my we were doing goodness. That. Anyways, so um, just takes me back to, you I know, first thing. Take you to the you're, you stop singing when I start singing. It's because I realize I have a terrible the, voice. As do I. <laughs> Anyways, so yes, um, it was originally sung by Paul Brady, who I'm sure you've heard of, the right? Legendary Irish singer, and it yeah. is, you know, a little bit about, I'd say, the troubles and things going on just in the world in general, and it's a beautiful song, right? It is. It's one of the one of the classic Irish yes, songs. Yeah. So that is one of the things that came to my mind when it comes to um, thinking about Ireland's islands. But I think we should dive in right now and uh, just kind of have a go at it and break these down for you. So we've got Ackle Island, which is the largest island off the coast of Ireland, located in County Mayo. Do you know anybody who's been to Ackle Island recently? Is he sitting next to me? Yes. <laughs> yes, he is. Then yes, I do. 
answer yeah. to that question. Congratulations. Well, I thank you. Um, Echo Island is attached to the mainland by Michael Davitt Bridge. So that's the way that you would go if you were um, doing a self-drive tour or whatever. If you were, I don't know, you want a crystal travel tours. Crystal travel, you know. Perhaps. Plans your tour for you that tell you to go across that bridge. I yeah. feel like that's a really good idea. I Somebody should do that. Somebody should Planning a tour with crystal travel. With crystal travel. That's a good and idea. And maybe even going to Echo Island. Today, the population there is about 2,700, which is a steep decline from its once 6,000. And this is as a result of the Great Famine that took place, as we have discussed episodes ago. Last week, we talked a bunch about the movie The Lobster Joe. So now the lobster chat kind of continues, but there's a white lobster on display on Ackle Island. And this guy caught him in the Ackle Waters, whatever, and it sounds kind of dumb, but this is a once in like a million chance type thing that, that this guy would find this thing. So um, it's due to some kind of a chemical compound or whatever, the reason why he's white. Um, I can share a photo even in the show notes, but this isn't 50 Reasons to be a Chemist, so we're not going to dive into I was, why. I was wondering quite where it was going, which yeah, it does sound interesting. One thing I will say interesting. is in the world we live in today, you have to say at least one in a billion now because there's so many people on earth that people equate that to but the if you're, study if you're, said one in a million <laughs> oh well, well then it, I want to be factual okay. it's just if it's say if you are if you're calling a person one in a billion there's still seven of that person in the mm. world these days which is unfortunate so one in a that million is, like there's that's, that's very sad yeah seven thousand or whatever it is anyways it spared this guy from ending up on someone else's plate um you know for dinner so something kind of cool to check out and that's honestly one of their one of the things they're hyped about over there some great places to visit on ackle island you've got Sleevemore deserted village and this place as i mentioned earlier the island itself was affected by the famine this is an area that stands as a reminder of that um it's very remote it was once thriving, but now it's just, you know, pretty bleak. It's got sheep, which is enough it, of a reason for me sheep. to go. Yes. <laughs> but sadly, you know, there's a graveyard that pays respects to those who starved, sadly, um, during the tragedy. Mm-hmm. It's a top choice for visitors, as it's a symbol of an important time in Irish history, and uh, at the same time, it's very beautiful nonetheless. It's actually a great workout as well. Oh. Um, because it's on a hill. I mean, you've been and there. And there are so. ways... Excuse me. <laughs> there are ways to get around going like straight up the steep incline, but mm-hmm. trying to climb up the incline, even just the, I don't know, probably fifty yards to the to the houses, um, but it's a really tough climb. But you can walk in around the houses. They're you know they're obviously mostly collapsed now, or the roofs have anyway. Sure. Um, but there is you know stone houses still left there Very in a row, cool. and where you can you know that people lived once and does it feel a little bit haunting to be there do you get that that sense uh, i wouldn't i wouldn't say that but there you know i mean depending on whether you know the history or not there's definitely a sense of history there sure. and I, um i was in a place recently called the hill of ishnock which has nothing to do with this so i won't get into it but the guy there spoke about the energy from the people from thousands of years ago because they came to meet there and it was such a sacred place and whatever and you would probably feel some of that general energy from there were people here before and this was their life. Sure. And now it's just stone ruins yeah. surrounded by sheep and stuff. So it's yeah. The skeleton of what was once, you know, in existence. Mm-hmm. You've also got Kildavnet Castle, which is found on the southeastern shore of the island. Said to have been built by the O'Malley clan 
and its most famous tenant was the legendary pirate queen, Grania. Gra uh, technically right, yes. That's not what's written there, though. Yeah, huh? That's Grania Whale. Oh. That's how that's pronounced. Her name is Grania. Okay. But the way it's... That's like the Irish version. She's... Grania. <laughs> not not gonna not gonna include that. Not gonna include that. Okay. There there is another way to spell that as well, which does break down the name Gronya. But I pronounced whale. it right, which means I remember from our past discussions. You do exactly. Yeah, she's Gronya Whale. She's the nice famous pirate queen. All right. And she, like these uh, islands, not need ain't needing no theme. She didn't need no man either. She was, <laughs> she was a badass bitch. I like it. Yeah. I like it. And then last but not least on our list here for. Hill, we've got Croan, which is actually the mountain with the highest sea cliffs in Ireland and Great Britain. So beautiful, beautiful views of the Lot Atlantic Way right there for you. The nicest part of the entire island is actually the furthest part out on the entire island, as, really? as always tends oh, to be the yes. case. Oh, yes. I thought you meant like furthest uh, from... Yeah, no, you, you go out onto the island and you continue out until there's no island left, and that's where the nicest part of the island is, Keem Beach. A uh, gorgeous drive from, uh, I think it's Keel, the the little town, and if you follow the Wild Atlantic Way signs, they tell you to go right. Don't go right. Continue on to Keem. Don't that listen is, to the signs. That is the nicest drive on the entire island, all the way out to the beach. It's just beautiful, especially the yes. uh, and any images you see of Ackle Island, you will most likely see a beach in it, and that is going to be Keem Beach. Because that, that drive on the way there is just spectacular. Well, when I go there and I see my sheep at Sleevemore and I check out Grania's, uh, you know, Grania little... Whale. Um, next up on our list, we've got Clare Island, which is located at the entrance of Clue Bay in County Mayo. Kids living on this island, Joe, actually have to go to the mainland for secondary school. Did you know that? I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah. The island has a beautiful spot to get some amazing photos called the Spanish Armada Viewpoint. And I know that I always say Ireland is like really pretty, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And after a while, it's just like fluffy words that are like, uh -huh. okay, it's all pretty, Caitlin, whatever. But when I first started working here, I remember you had me look up some photos for stuff. And somehow I come upon these photos and I'm like, oh my God, this is stunning. Like, this is beautiful. What part of Ireland is this? And sure enough, it's the Spanish Armada viewpoint. So now I know. There is another Spanish Armada viewpoint that I saw recently. Again, not on an island, but that general area where the Spanish Armada did sink um, off the shore of Ireland is, it could honestly be the best part of the country between it's between Ackill basically and Lenan that general area there's some viewpoints of uh, it was out there somewhere but just stunning stunning scenery like really really nice I can't say enough about it <laughs> the story of the Spanish Armada is one that uh, intrigues me as well because it was so long ago and there's so many different accounts and for such a I know an Armada is a big thing but it did affect Ireland in in many ways the story of it most people don't know anything about it it's just it's it's one of those really interesting things that's like st stuck in a little corner of Ireland that most Irish people probably don't even know about and it has had such an effect or it at least has stories of the effect that it's even had even Irish the, people the country, don't know much about it great. Interesting. No, not, no. Interesting. No. Ooh, cuz I always felt bad for not knowing about it myself <laughs> but now I don't feel so bad. All righty. 
Um, but when people think of the islands in Ireland, the main ones that really come to mind are the Aran Islands, which I haven't been to so sadly. Um, they're located on the west coast of Ireland, as are most of these that we're going to talk about today, uh, just off of Galway and Doolin. This area of Ireland is often referred to as Old Ireland. You know, you think thatched cottages, dirt roads, um, Gale tops or Irish-speaking regions in Ireland, um, and we covered those a while back, so I'm sure everybody knows sure all did. that stuff. They've watched every single episode, and they all know what we're talking about. Right. They probably listened rather than watched, which is... <laughs> we're not House of Cards here, Caitlin. <laughs> Anyways, so um, the Aran Islands, made up of three islands, of course, found in the middle of the Wild Atlantic Way. The sites on these islands are referred to as forts, but they once served as pagan religious centers. So there's that for you. You gonna tell us any more about the Iron Islands and what the what they are? Is yes. that down a little bit further? Oh god, I'm not I was, done. I was gonna make a not a joke, but I was gonna say they're like Papa Bear, Mama Bear and Baby Bear. That's cute. That was pretty cute. Well you kinda told yeah. your joke now, so That was the joke. That, that, that was, was it, I was just what, were you were you waiting for an opportune time to tell the joke? No, I just came into my head I as I was that. going. That's yeah, so cute. It's we've a got, good way. It's a good way to describe. Well, we've them. got Ireland, which is like the mom, and then we've got maybe like, I don't know, what is it, Inishmore? That's like the daughter, and then Inishmore gets married to what Inishmare, Inishman. That's not what I was going for at all. I was just saying that <laughs> Inishmore would have been Papa Bear, Inishman would have been Mama Bear, and, and Inishir would be Baby Bear. That's cute. And this is way more if everyone know about <laughs> islands, right? Alrighty. Anyways, we've got Inishmore. Um, oh. Also, side note, according to folklore, these forts that I mentioned are believed to have been built by the Firbolgs, which was a Celtic tribe who invaded Ireland from Europe in prehistoric times. So there's your Celtic, your yeah. Celtic history for you right there on your folklore. So Inishmore is one of the most... Also known as Papa Bear. <laughs> Inishmore is one of the most popular tourist destinations in Ireland. And our own Katie's grandfather once lived there, I learned recently. Katie, who works with us, of course. Um, the most visited destination on the island is Dunangus. This is a semi-circular stone fort that overlooks the Atlantic with daunting and dramatic views stretching the length of the island. Have you have you been to this area? I was there when I was places? 14. Are we That's sure it's 14? <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow it's going to be 9. It was either 14 or I guessed that I cycled 14 miles the day I was so there. You, I, I was going to ask you about cycling somewhere around here, okay? Yeah. Um, no, I've only been there once, and it was when I was in my teenage years. I can't nice. remember exactly what, nice. but yeah, we all went as a family Aww, and cool. rented bikes and cycled around the island for the day, and it was a lot of fun. And I like it. Yes, went to Dunangus or Dunangusa. And saw the cliffs and spectacular views. It's something I have to go back and do. And it's, you know, it's ha half a lifetime period. ago at the moment. So <laughs> if I was 14 and I'm 28 now. Crazy. That's, yeah. So Crazy. that is something I do need to do again. But um, it is it's a beautiful island. Did you know that the Red Bull cliff diving series takes place? I there? did know that. I went to that in Boston. I'm glad I didn't put that in my I trivia went, then. <laughs> I went to that in Boston and I knew, I think they were in Connemara like the week before, or yeah. Iron Islands the week before, yeah. and for some reason I think they do it there every year, yes. but, but they move around to other locations then, but they go back to Iron Islands all the time. And it's a big deal. I saw some YouTube videos of these yeah. guys and they're so pumped to do it. Yeah. Also hosted on Inishmore is Ted Fest. 
which is held in honor of the iconic show Father Ted. Very, very big over in Ireland. I'm just so right. not so not sure if I should talk about Father Ted here or not. Why? Father Ted is the iconic Irish comedy yes. um, created by Graham Lennon and Arthur Matthews. And Graham Lennon, I think, actually went on to create the IT crowd after that. And I think he had something to do with Black Books as well, if anybody knows any of these shows. The IT crowd is kind of, it has a cult following that is more than just Irish people. But okay. Chris O'Dowd was in it. That's where he got his start in TV. And you know who Chris O'Dowd is, even though you're looking at me blankly, you know who he is. What else has he been in? He was in that Bridesmaids. He was the cop in that, the oh, Irish cop. Oh, okay. I was about to say, he was in that movie with Kristen Wiig, and then I, you know... One yeah. of ten, probably. Yes, but yeah. He, yeah, he was the cop in that, and uh, I don't know what else he's really been in, to be honest, but he's in Moonboy and all that. Anyway, that was the IT crowd. Father Ted predated that, and it is just the classic Irish comedy. There is a Father Ted line for everything in Ireland. It doesn't matter what it is. I like it. Um, I like it. And it was three priests living together in a house on an island called Craggy Island was the idea. Craggy. And they got into all sorts of capers, but it was filmed most, mostly on Iron Islands. Okay. Um, <laughs> so Ted was like the good priest that got banished for um, embezzling money at some point that he vehemently denies all the time and it's a running joke through the whole thing that money was just resting in my account um, <laughs> and then Dougal is the really really idiot young priest who nobody knows why he joined the priesthood at all and he just is so stupid <laughs> but it's very funny and then Father Jack is the alcoholic old priest who's basically retired and can't say many words except feck arse and drink so which you know works for Ireland um, right? yeah so, but it's, it's very funny but the the housekeeper, Mrs. Doyle, anyway, has she's this thing where she, I don't think she's my favourite, but I feel like, seeing as I'm drinking a cup of tea, I should tell people about it. <laughs> um, you know, she makes them tea and stuff, and any time a guest comes to the house, she will go, will you have a cup of tea? Ah, oh, no, I won't, no, I won't. Ah, go on. Ah, no, I will. Ah, go on. Go on, go on, go on, go on, go on, go on. And it's, she keeps going, it's a total piss take of how forceful Irish mammies can be and uh, Irish people in general okay. with guests on forcing them to have a cup of tea Their or to stay for exactly yeah I like that so I like that I don't know I've I've shown it to some Americans who don't get it and I understand why you wouldn't get it is it dry humor like The Office not really it, but it's very Irish very so Irish culture yeah. kind of you grow up with that so, kind of yeah. stuff okay interesting alright anyway, anyway that's Father Ted I like it though so, a really popular pub um, on Inishmore that our own Anne recently visited and raved about is T. Joe Wadi's Bar. Have you been there, Joe? It's no. supposed to be, like, the best bar on the yeah, island. Yeah, no, I mean, I've heard great things. So. Yeah, it's been voted uh, one of the ten best pubs in Ireland in general for trad music. Um, it's got live music all year round. It's supposed to have great food. And on the website it says, you know, come meet the people. Come, you know, whatever. So it's it's spe- putting it out there that spe- you're going to meet Speaking meetings. of which, Anne went to um, Inishmore on her own that day and ended up with a group of older Australian people drinking at Chijo Wadi's. Randomly. That was, had a great night with yeah, them as far as absolutely. <laughs> still keeps in contact. You never so. know who you're going to meet when you're traveling, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Inish Man, which would be, go ahead, go ahead. Mama Bear. There you go, there you go. 
uh, is the second Aran Island that we're going to talk about. It has a population of about 200 people only. Very, very uh, small, I guess. And it's the least visited of the three. The Heritage House is a spot that many people visit in this area. It's a thatched structure that showcases a lot of the island's historical artifacts. Then you've got a place called Singe's Chair. It's at the edge of a limestone cliff. It's a great place to go for an amazing view as you look out onto the surf from Gregory's Sound. And These I, places ring a bell to you at all, I Joe. wasn't. I haven't been on Inishman, so on no. Okay. But I will say that if you're listening to that going, they don't sound that exciting. On these islands, not the iconic landmarks you are going to see on the islands, except it, maybe if you go to Inishmore to see Dunangus. Sure. But there are just, like, on the next one we talk about, there's just, like, a shipwrecked ship, mm-hmm. which is one of the big attractions on that. And it's not anything spectacular, but it's a nice stopping-off destination. There's great scenery around. The reason you are going to these islands is for the tiny little narrow roads and the stone walls and the beautiful scenery and the coastal walks or cycles. It's just, it's it's a really beautiful, old, different, rural part of the world. And there just so happens to be a couple of little point, yeah. points of interest along the way, I, I guess. I think it's that combination of the culture and the people, the old traditions, you know, the Ireland that you think of when you close your eyes and you, you know... Exactly. That, that yeah, sort of thing. It's untouched, unspoiled. Yes, yeah, so like he said, if these places are like, oh, better go here... Very it's... few cars as well, you'll see. Okay. Like, they're all like 10 or 15 years old and yes. there's only a handful of them, which is cool. And then, of course, Baby Bear is Inishir, smallest of the three islands. It's characterized, as we mentioned, by its distinctive charm and culture. So, on the island of Inishir, you've got Krakon Inishir International Boron Summer School. Each year... Caitlin made me pause so she could go back out and get the bar on and come back in and then start recording again. <laughs> The man is lying. <laughs> I know nothing about what he's saying. Don't listen to a word he says here. Um, each year, this school actually holds a festival featuring its top talent with nightly drumming sessions that you can take in pubs. How fun is that? Sounds that's, like a lot of fun. That's so much culture. You can learn how to do this. But you're already so good at it, Caitlin. How can I, what lessons could you possibly take from have, somebody who... We have a three-year-old that comes in the office who likes to just bang this. <laughs> She's been giving me some tips, so... We've been trying We've been trying to convince her that the lighter you tap it, the better the sound is. Yes, we... we because we, she just likes to bang straight through it, as you can imagine. We tell her that the fairies are sleeping. It was, That's what my mom That was an American adven- invention. Yes, you know. yes, sorry. Anyways... So yes, you can get your Boron on um, with this festival held in the summer. And you've also got O'Brien's Castle on Inishir, the island's highest point that dates back to as early as 1st century AD. I actually went to Inishir for the first time last year. We took a ferry from Doolin. Shout out to Doolin Ferry. Um, they do a great job t- uh, ferrying people from Doolin to Inishir. Um and the other two islands, obviously, we went to Inishir because it was the closest, and we wanted to take a little cruise underneath the Cliffs of Moher on the way back, which is a pretty sweet add-on you can do from there. So that is one plus going from Doolin, and you can also do it in half a day, which is nice. So if you go at like, if you go on the ten o'clock ferry out, you can spend a couple of hours on the island. I think it's like a one o'clock ferry back underneath the cliffs. You're done, time for lunch, and you can move on to your next destination, which is pretty sweet. 
Very, very cool. Well, I was just going to say, how can you get to these islands? There are ferries that run, um, as Joe said, from Doolin, as well as Connemara and Galway that will take you right there. Another cool thing you can do is you can also take a plane from Connemara. Um, Air Aran operate flights to the Aran Islands daily, and I don't know how many times a day, but quite often. And another cool thing you can do with a an operator we work with is you can do a pub tour of Connemara that also takes in four hours on, I think it's Inishmore, um, but it's a really, really cool way to get to the islands and also explore Connemara. You'll get taken around, driven to pubs in Connemara. I think it's three of them, possibly. You get a drink at each, and then you fly out to Darren Islands for a few hours. You get to explore, get a drink there, fly back, and away you go. I think in the few years this has been operating, one flight has had to be cancelled in all that time, really? which is pretty impressive. Really? And it was actually uh, my friend's stag party that <laughs> that, that was. So that would be how you would yeah, know that. Yeah, so. <laughs> I don't like it. So how do you get around when you're on the Aran Islands? The main mode of transportation is cycling, as I think we talked about a bit earlier. Joe has cycled a bit. Um, the bike route from Inishmore to Dune Ang I said Don and you said Dune, either, right? Either one. Oh, okay. Dune Angus. Dune Angus, yeah. Is the most popular cycling route in Ireland. It takes about 30 minutes, depending on if you want to stop and look at things, you know, whatever, and depending on your, obviously, ability um, to be on a bike for that long. And Joe, you have gone cycling in Ireland, so I, I was, I was going to sure check have. in with yeah. you on I that. I mean, cycling in Ireland and cycling on the Aran Islands are did different things. Did I say different in thing. Ireland? <laughs> yes. Um, because, as in I the said, Aran there Islands, are very few cars, Islands. and it's mostly bikes is how people get around. But there are a couple of other modes of transport. Uh, horse and trap is a huge one. Okay. So there's a lot of people waiting at the pier when you get off, offering you a horse ride around the around the island. And it's definitely a little bit slower and... I presume you, you know, they stop at most of the sites, I think, all right, but you have to so kind of haggle your own price with them. Is I that think. more of a tour than just a, I want to get from A to B kind of thing, <laughs> would you say? They take you around the island, I'll put it that okay. way. There's not, okay. there's not a set <clears throat> tour per se, I don't think. There's, I mean, there's probably a tour lap. But, but you get that, you know, fun little insight from, I'm yeah, sure, whoever, and, and but that you wouldn't get in other countries. Definitely a local that will be bringing Irish you around as well. are very proud and they like to, you know, give you that those, those insight. Another interesting one is tractor and trailer there's like there's usually Stop. one tractor and trailer and that Stop. that'll take you around as well which is <laughs> which we once is had to bring your tractor to school day in ohio wow which was so dumb so so, dumb. so ohio and then the kids got in trouble for doing it it was like unofficial <laughs> <laughs> so dumb so stupid uh okay so next up we've got spike island not a part of the Aran islands this is again an island that needs no man or no other islands, I guess we should say. It needed many men, actually, to operate for quite a while. <laughs> People are going to get that joke in a second. All right, all right. Oh, yeah, I get the joke, too. Why was she laughed, and then she got the joke later? That's, well, that's because the sign of a, I a, thought maybe I'll get it the, in a bit. It's the sign of a good friend, isn't it? I'm very tired. <laughs> my alarm either didn't go off or I didn't hear it, and I didn't have my first cup There's of coffee. always a story. My level of pep is like... You think of, like, Amy Poehler in Parks of Rec, and then you think of, like, what's who's, like, the mean girl on Parks and Rec? April. April. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm kind of, like, 
I don't know. I'm, you're like, a, you're I'm like a two. Ann Perkins. I mean, no, Ann Perkins is peppier, isn't is she, she, at some point? It's not always. I'm an Ann. I guess I'm an Ann yeah. today. Yeah, we'll go with that. I would put Chris Traeger ahead of Leslie oh, Nope and oh, Pep, yeah. so. Good that's... call. Good call. All right. <laughs> anyway. Anywho. Okay. So, Spike Island's got a bit of a dark history, as uh, we will talk about now. It was the largest prison in all of Ireland and the British Isles. That's why it needed men. Exactly. During the Victorian era. So, um, you know, we've talked a lot in past episodes about people, you know, being criminals sent away from Ireland, right? Sent to Australia, sent mm-hmm. to the West Indies, sent all over. Um, and this was a little bit closer to home, of course. This was Spike Island. Uh, it was actually, it actually received the reputation of being Ireland's Alcatraz, and it remained a prison through the Irish War. As a result of that dark history, there is so much to uncover um, from an archaeologist perspective. There's you're nodding, a, there's so a, like you're there's about a, to say something. I want to cut you off. There's just a lot of buzz around Spike Island at the yes, moment. People yes. are really excited. There's more and more people going there and seeing a reason why. Cork, I, I say this about all of them, but Cork, anywhere along the west coast, is beautiful coastal scenery. Yeah. But Cork is still, even though, again, it's very, very busy, it's still hidden and not found compared to some of, you know, it's Killarney and popular, stuff like that. It's popular, yeah. Exactly, but Spike Island is another feather in Cork's cap, I guess, and people are saying some really really great things about it I and I haven't been to Cork enough at all like it's been years since I've been there but it's the next place I need to get to and I will definitely be putting Spike Island on my list nice well and it's because it's getting all that buzz um, that you can actually be an archaeologist for a day here um, there's a program where visitors can learn not only about the findings but they can also kind of get a feel of the history and what it's like to uncover a lot of the stuff that they've found throughout the years being there, you know? Um, It's a big activity for history buffs, and I'm not a history buff per se, but I would give it a shot. I think I kind of am at the moment. You think? I don't know how it happened, but I am. (laughs) Accidental. I think I just like history now, I don't know. (laughs) Um, Yes, and this makes for a great day trip, as Joe mentioned, from the Cork region, or Cove as well. How do you get here? Well, ferries run from Kennedy Pier in Cove. I don't know if there's anything else I'm leaving out as far I as think how to that, get there. That's all I know, yeah. That's... All right. So, Dursey Island is one of the few actually inhabited islands off of the southwest coast of Ireland. Again, west coast, west coast. We're really um, talking a lot about that because that's where so much of these beautiful, um, so much of the beautiful scenery and so much of these beautiful islands are found. How do you get to Dursey Island? And that's this is. Well, we've we've talked about ferries, and we've talked about planes, yes. and we've talked about bridges over water. This is the what kind of sets it apart from the others. Um, you actually take Ireland's only cable car connected by the mainland. Mm-hmm. Uh, people say this is an experience all in itself. It fits only about six people um, at a time, but you get just stunning views. You've got you've got the water obviously below you. You've got um, just, you know, you can see the cliffs, you can see just all kinds of things um, along the Wild Atlantic Way. And it's a lifeline for the three small villages on the island itself. So mm-hmm. imagine that. Imagine, you know, having to just go in this cable car. Because With a cow. Yeah, I know. It must be <laughs> difficult. <laughs> a bit of a, a bit of a time. And, and I don't mean a 
not nice woman. I mean, no, uh, I, I, mean, <laughs> I got, I got. That. I mean, a goddamn cow. <laughs> uh, so this cable car departs from the tip of the Barra Peninsula, and it's tip time. The cable car only operates at certain times of the day. I read somewhere that you have to give yourself five hours to get there, but I think that's ridiculous. And then I, I found again that it takes about half an hour or so. But just prepare, like you know. Just prepare in advance to actually... I presume five hours means including island time getting on and off. I guess, but they didn't specify. <laughs> it was very strange. It was very strange the way they had it phrased okay. um, on the page. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Anywho, so Joe, have you taken this car? Someday. Spike Island and Maybe Dorsey we'll Island are on my, we'll, on my list. We'll film the experience and then we'll share it with our And then you're, basic, you're basically there then, right? You're basically there. Oh no, we can't do that because then you won't want to have your crystal travel indoors trip. Uh-oh. The main attraction on this island is bird watching. Now it may sound, you know... Whoa, whoa, calm down there, guys. Can, That's, <laughs> don't get too excited can, about this. I can see birds in my backyard. Caitlin. Well, listen. You've got rare birds from Siberia, North America, and puffins. I knew you'd like puffins. Puffins! So, my wonderful friend Josh, who I talk about all the time, and so he often. and I want to have a puffin, and he wanted to name it Mr. Puffin Pants, which makes me smile every time. <laughs> Mr. Puffin Pants! Nice. He'll bring it up out of the blue, and I just, <laughs> I just giggle every time. Not relevant to your trip to Ireland, but a little thing that makes me smile. Um, you can also check out a signal tower. That sounds kind of okay, Caitlin. However, it's a very popular thing to do on Dursey Island, and it dates back to um, 200 years ago when it was a line of defense against the French. A lot of people check this area out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Another good day trip um, island, this, this place here, this Dursey Island. Another tip time. While this is a beautiful island worth visiting, Dursey has no shops, pubs, or restaurants, at least none, you know. Interesting. Yeah. Well, well. You could knock on somebody's door and hope that, they, that they'll that they feed you dinner, I feel I guess, like so. if they're those Father <laughs> Ted people, you know, they'd want to give you... Exactly. ...whatever, ma Miss Small, whatever... Mrs. Doyle. Mrs. Yes. Doyle, sure, yeah. I, I had that. I knew that. Uh, yeah, so there you go. You want to plan accordingly, bring some food, um, and, you know, of course, make sure you check out a good time to get that cable car. So then we got, we talked about Mama Bear, Papa Bear, whatever. This is Bear Island, but it's not, <laughs> not at all... Not to be confused with Baby Bear Island. <laughs> not to be confused. And it is not an Aran Island. It stands alone. Um, Bear Island is found off the Barra Peninsula in County Cork. It's got about 220 people or so living there, Joe. And legend says that the island was named by a second century king of Munster. Those kings of Munster, they just, you know, pop up in yeah, our podcasts uh -huh. every now and then. Oh, goodness. How am I going to say this just name? Just skip him. <laughs> Mo... Nuadit. Nuadit. Yeah, in honor that, of his I mean, wife. Before Irish was even invented, I'd say that that name was... You, Interesting. You, you, I, like, that doesn't look like an Irish name, so... Oh, well, okay. It was previous to that. Yeah, I see. In the mid-1800s, the population of this island was over 2,000 people. So due to the Great Famine, of course, the population declined significantly by about 1,400 people. Uh, the population continued to decline due to immigration as well. Islands are beautiful and gorgeous and great to visit, but, but they're very difficult to they're live scarce. on. They're scarce, exactly, yeah. yes. Bear Island is rich in archaeological sites, similar to some of the other ones we've mentioned in, our, in other islands, um, dating back to the Bronze Age through to medieval times. You'll find burial sites, ring forts, standing stones, 
and cool aquatic life as well. Uh, but like we said, you know, these are places that you go to for the feeling and the culture and that old Ireland, old world mm -hmm. Ireland as well. And then we've got Skellig Islands or the Skellig Islands. So disclaimer, um, we kind of didn't mention that Star Wars was filmed during our filming locations. That episodes. was completely intentional. Completely intentional because hello, we're going to talk about them now. Um, some of the Star Wars scenes were filmed here. Uh, you've got The Force Awakens that was shot in 2014. Again, another disclaimer from Star Wars. I have not watched The Force Awakens yet, even though I'm dying to see the scene that the that was filmed on the Skelligs, because it's supposed to be a huge scene at the I end of that movie. That. Yeah, I have seen that. But I am one of those people that needs to watch the previous six films and all of the film beforehand to, you know, get into the space and understand... Yeah. And I have fallen asleep watching three of the movies so far. So I saw the very first one that ever came out in high school for something. Mm -hmm. And was super bored. And I know people are hating me right now. <laughs> and then I had a roommate that wanted me to watch the rest of them with her. And I fell asleep and she got very, very... Uh, just, you know, I wouldn't say mad. Mad's a strong word, but she was just like, I had I had attitude the whole rest uh -huh. of the night. Like, doors shutting louder yeah, than they yeah, should yeah. and whatever. So, yes. Uh, but I have seen The Force Awakens. We all, I know we talked way back in the day when we first started podcasting about how the cast of The Force Awakens did some, you know, venturing to, like, what was it, Doolin? Uh, they were in Dingles, in where they, Dingle, where they yes, stayed. Yes, Dingle as well. So. Um, and in the upcoming movie, I think it's episode 8 um, they did some shooting on Dingle Peninsula and also up in Donegal as far as I know, so Very worth good. mentioning and we will hear and see more about that I'm I sure. I think we will, I think we will The Skellig Michael Monastery represents an ancient Jedi temple and we definitely know all this because we've definitely you know, watched every minute <coughs> as we've been you okay? Huge you're, Star Wars you're right fans there? Huge right Star there? Wars fans. You're gonna, you gonna give out on me mid-podcast. I'm going to have to take over this by myself. Is that what's going on? I think I'll be okay. All right. Okay. Um, so, yes. So, this Christian monastery is a famous UNESCO World Heritage Site. Um, and the Skellig Islands, you know, you've got Skellig Michael, which is an island itself where the mm -hmm. monastery is. And then you've got little Skellig. Baby Skellig. But, little, no, but no mama Skellig. She, little little she baby. She's a single mom. Oh, no. Oh, Skellig uh. Michael's the dad. Is that what's going is on? Is Michael a man or a woman's name? Oh, I was thinking who, who cares these days? 2017. It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. So let's move on to our trivia. I'm excited. I hope you are. I'm going to be I'm going to oh, be it excited. Sounds, sounds like it's going to be terrible, so if, it, if you're I, not sure that it's not good. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Hit me with it. So this week, we are doing two truths and a lie. Okay? Okay. Okay. Number one. There was a, oh, I should say, these facts and lies, because there are two sets that I'm going to, I'm going to dish out to you, are Aran Islands themed. Okay. Okay? Number one, there was a point in time when island residents of the Aran Islands had to drive to airstrips and shine their headlights so that pilots could see during a power outage. Are you going to ask me three questions and two of them are truths and one is a lie? Yeah, that's the first one. Is it a truth or is it a lie? Oh, I got so a I, lie. Have to, I have to do it now? Oh, you don't have... Oh, fine. Okay, fine. That's number <laughs> one. That's number one. Okay. 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 Next one. Number two. <clears throat> Sim <laughs> I wondered why you were looking at me like... I was expecting three questions, <laughs> not one. I thought I had a really good poker face. I was like, face. do I go truth, truth, lie, or do I... I, I, thought, I thought I had a great poker face. Okay. Number two. 
Similar to Clue Bay Island, students of the two smaller islands have to go to boarding school in Galway to complete their education. Number three, Halloween Eve is often spent in complete silence um, at a bar, actually, and adults arrive in costume and their silence is broken at midnight. Truth, truth, lie. Is that your final answer? Final answer, Chris. Truth, lie, truth. Huh. Mm-hmm. I thought the second one was definitely a truth. I'm doing, I'm doing well so far. How did you come up with that lie? Um, because I'm great. Oh, That's okay. why. Or, or the best. As well, you now said I know you can't be trusted. That I was the best yesterday, so we're gonna go to go with this. Um. Well, no. The thing is that technically was true decades ago. Um, them having to go to Galway to complete their education. And as we know, technical truth is the best kind of lie. <laughs> Jesus. It's not true anymore. Alright, moving on to the next one. Number one. The diamond stitch found in Aaron's sweaters is said to represent the stone wall that encloses many fields. Number two. <laughs> <laughs> you're expecting an answer and you're poker facing me. I should see the eyebrows raising and dropping. And saying, uh. Number two. Temple Weenan is located on Inishmore and it's considered the smallest temple in the world. Now it's not going to be like, well, that's kind of true, but it's not on Inishmore, Joe. That's not, that's not, that's not how pots place. And number three. Getting very defensive there, Pots. Is that because <laughs> you're lying? Go on. I'm saying nothing. And number three. Only two of the islands have an ATM. Truth, truth, lie. You're right. Yes. You say, got say one. That, say that louder. You're right. <laughs> you're right. You are correct. Yes. So, um, Inishmore, actually, is the only Aran island that has an ATM. So you are on par boom, with boom, that boom. there. And now we're going to move on to Caitlin and Conch. Yes, we are. Is it about the island song? Is it not about the island song? <laughs> I, I want to take you it. to the island. <laughs> Just like what happened before. All right, ready, <laughs> set, go. Ba, me, liom, awith, kurta, a, olin, olan. None of them pronunciations were right for the last word. None of them were right for any other word. And and, and I have given you them first three words at least twice before. I know. I know. Every every single time. Every single time. Ba wo. Wa. Wa. Okay, wa is W A H. No. That's wa. That's why I did wa. Ba wa ba wa lum ah the kurha er ilon 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 yes good stuff really good stuff there that's just <laughs> phenomenal Irish joke great perfect. job perfect so what the hell does it mean I don't know um it does have to do with the theme that's good good. I'm very happy about that. Uh, Shit, I forgot to tell. Actually, no, it doesn't matter. I'll tell my story afterwards. I meant to tell a story earlier to plant this in your head, but you already know the story, and I'll tell people anyway later. So, it's fine. 
It has hint. it has to do with an island, yeah. Uh, this this thing here, this thing we're doing right now, is it involved in this? Yes. The story that you told today. What story that I told today? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. I you. just told you I meant to tell a story earlier, and I forgot. I know, but, but it is a story about an island that you already know, and I will tell everybody after. Um, something about an island. Great job, Caitlin. Thank you. Very good. Thank you. Um. We are taking the ferry to the island. <coughs> no, I know. It is. Oh, that's depressing. It is depressing. I want to be buried on an island. The reason that is I so say depressing. Do you want to tell them why I might have said that? Because Joe was recently in Ireland. And he was driving around, driving, right? Yes. And he's like, what is this that I'm seeing out of my window? And it was a hearse. And it was on a beach, correct? With a congregation of people behind it, and, and I said. he was like, what is this madness? And then he does a Facebook post asking, because that's what you do when you don't know an answer to something these days in this world. And sure enough, he finds out that... Um, when the tide goes out, there's actually a direct path you can take. To Omni Island, or Omi Island, I think actually is the name of it. To Island. Yes, that island. And they were going there to bury someone. Yes. Oh, that's so sad. There you go. There you go. Well, now... But I now you want to be buried in an island. I know <laughs> you I do. can tell someone that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving on to Pots and Plants. This tour that we are dishing out to you for the week and the reason is Katie's Remote Islands. I mentioned Katie earlier, whose grandfather was from Inishmore. Um, you fly in and out of Shannon for this tour. You spend some time in Killarney. You get a chance to check out the Skellig Islands that we've talked about. Um, you spend some time at the cliffs. And then you get a chance to check out the Aran Islands, maybe a day trip or so. Or that half-day trip ferry from Or that half-day trip ferry, exactly. Um, you also get some time, of course, on the mainland, as I mentioned, you know, Killarney. You get some time in Connemara, which is beautiful and worth visiting in its own right. And then you can check out Ackle Island, some of the sites that we mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. um, and you spend your last night at Bunratty Castle um, and Banquet, which is an amazing last day to... You know, I had an Ireland experience. This tour is kind of a real Ireland tour because you get to see the islands, you get to see the rural areas. Even yes. if you don't want to go to the Skelligs, you can go to you can do the Dingle Peninsula from Killarney, and that has such an island feel about it because it's it's kind of way out there, and there's only you know one road to get out, and it's just it's got the same scenery and feel of an very island, cool. and the locals are the same. So that's very, what that's very about. Cool. And as we say always, this is just suggested itinerary. This is a self-drive tour, which means you have the freedom to come and go as you please. You can include stops if you want to. You can say, oh, I want to do day two and three that I see on this suggested itinerary, but not day four, what have you. You can make it your own, and we are happy to make things that you would like to do a reality and provide our suggestions as well. Right, Joe? Mm -hmm. You can find this and other tours that we've talked about in our past episodes at Crystal dash travel.com slash reasons and I'm going to do it with my hand today. I'm going to leave the thing down and see if I can oh. get really good at this. Oh, I like it. I like it. That's all that we have for you today, but we're hoping that you <laughs> Joe is so ready. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get my, my hand motion in order. <laughs> Practicing. 
So we're hoping that you will stay tuned for reason number 23, which comes out Monday, June 19th. This, this is going to be part of our new theme, which is road trips. Fun theme. Uh, talk about self-drive, huh? Now, Joe, if you will be so kind as to give us your best hand Boron roll. Reason number 23 <laughs> is... That was terrible. <laughs> the Wild Atlantic Way. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we can talk for hours and hours about the Wild Atlantic Way. We so might. It'll be hard to, hard to cut that one down. Um, but we're very passionate about it, so I guess that's good, huh? Mm-hmm. We want to remind you to visit 50ReasonsPodcast.com for upcoming episodes and show notes. Find us on Facebook at 50ReasonsPodcast, on Twitter at 50ReasonsPod, and please subscribe on Apple Podcast. And please, please. your whole life will be infinitely better amazingly better i feel like it will yeah it'll lift your spirits it will absolutely infinitely until next time everyone i want to take you to the island